Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Bite Sized Virtue. This is episode one of season seven or eight. You know what? I'm actually not sure uh, off the top of my hand, and I don't have my notes in front of me. I'm recording this kind of on the quick fast. This year for the uh, the Bite Sized Virtue segments, rather than focusing on any one particular virtue, I thought I might focus on some practical examples of the virtues as they can be applied in like your day-to-day lives. Um, I just want to look at very practical examples of how to live out the virtues. And I'm not going to um, go into that today. This is more of an introductory episode, although there are a few practical examples of compassion that I've just uh, detailed. But uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that in a future episode, I'm sure. But at any rate, um, that is going to be how Bite Size Virtue is going to shape up for this Lenten and Easter season in 2019. a short episode today because of course I have so many other things going on as you'll understand in a minute. So my daughter, um, my not my oldest child, my, my second child, last week um, complained of acute pain in her lower right abdomen and as uh, things progressed we took her to the hospital and there they you know, did an ultrasound, did some blood tests and diagnosed she had appendicitis and actually quite acute appendicitis so they spirited her off to the Stollery Children's Hospital in Edmonton and uh, they performed surgery and unfortunately they couldn't go with the laparoscopic surgery um, because there were some complications and they had some concerns so they actually had to open her up and make sure that everything was fine and cleaned out and so you know they removed her appendix and made sure she was okay and they kept her overnight at the Stollery and she was on antibiotics and IVs and um, but it was just it was Thursday and Friday were crazy and my wife hasn't had time to process things yet and I haven't had time to process things yet and just the whole end of last week was a big ball of crazy but um, there were two points at which um, some very practical examples of compassion were visited upon us. Actually, several points at which very practical examples of compassion were visited upon us. Uh, I mean, we've had family and friends rallying around us, offering their prayers, which are always appreciated. Um, Many people brought food. So we have, uh, despite having no time to go grocery shopping for ourselves, we nevertheless have a full fridge and prepared meals and all of that good stuff. Um, So we're well taken care of in that regard. And that is, of course, you know, one very practical way to visit compassion on someone is, you know, someone you know is is struggling or having a hard time or, you know what, even if they're not, I mean, people just, sometimes it's just nice not to have to worry about what to make for supper. Um, it's very, uh, and you know, like, it's interesting too, because um, my daughter's surgery kind of culminates a, a long span of a couple of weeks where just bad stuff has been happening to people in our orbit um, one of my eldest daughter's friends, her grandfather passed away. And then before that, actually, one of the kids in my Cub Scout pack, his mom passed away. And one thing that was kind of consistent in all of these events was that, um, people brought food for the families that were affected by these tragedies. And, you know, it's kind of, I remember having this discussion with um, the Cub Scout who had lost his mom and he asked quite pointedly, he's like, why do people keep bringing food? 
And his dad didn't, his dad was kind of at a loss for words, understandably so, because of course, you know, it's a huge tragedy for, for him and his family. Um, but the explanation I offered him was that, you know, like people want to help and in a lot of ways they can't, right? I mean, they can't, you know, when, when people pass away, like we can't bring them back. Um, the, the, the people want to be able to, to help and even to fix things and, and they can't, but one thing they can do is bring food because you know what? As you progress through having to deal with these tragedies, um, things like running to the grocery store are possibly going to seem like insurmountable burdens. Possibly they're going to be the furthest thing from your mind because you have other stuff to deal with. And so for people to bring food to you in those situations is actually a really compassionate gesture because it kind of just, you still need to eat. You you still need to eat. And, uh, you know, especially if you're a grieving parent, you still need to provide for the other children in the house, right? Um, you still need to be able to take care of your family, even though you're all reeling from a horrible tragedy. And so not having to, you know, worry about shopping lists or anything like that, like that's a real benefit and that's a real help. And so it's something people do almost, almost by rote, you know, like people just know, oh, geez, this happened. Maybe, maybe they need some meals made. Um, and that is a very practical example of compassion. Another one that I encountered more personally was, um, you know, I took my daughter to the hospital initially and then my wife came and spelled me off. Um, but after I ran home and got our other, other daughter off to school, um, and, you know, made sure that our son was put down for a bit of a nap. I ran back to the hospital and um, just tried as mightily as I could to find parking. And there was none. There was there was nowhere to park. It was a busy, busy Thursday at the hospital. So um, foolishly, I, I parked just up the hill. And all I was really there to do was bring my wife some lunch as she was just sitting by nervously waiting on news about our daughter. Um, so I ran her in a sandwich and ran back to the car and I didn't even notice the darn thing until two hours later, but just that short little span of me parking, running to the hospital, dropping the sandwich off and coming back to the car, there was a parking attendant and he tagged the vehicle and he issued me a ticket. So I called the parking company and I explained the circumstance and graciously they agreed to waive the ticket. And that was uh, a really, really nice move on their part. So that was cool. Uh, and then finally too, you know, speaking of this lunch for my wife, um, I got, I just picked her up a sandwich at Subway and I was, you know, standing in the line at Subway and there was a lady in front of me and, um, I was kind of flipping between my two phones because of course I was like trying to straighten out sandwich orders and there were some other messages that I had to deal with and I'm trying to do this and communicate with the, the sandwich artist making, making the food for my wife. And, uh, the, the lady ahead of me kind of quipped that, you know, uh, cause she was also like, I guess she was doing a big order. And so she was also looking at her phone and, you know, what everybody wanted on their sandwiches. Um, and she made some comment about, you know, how the fact that we were just kind of juggling orders and, uh, I'm like, I know it's just been a, a crazy day and we got to talking a little bit. And of course I mentioned, you know, the circumstances that we were under, my daughter's in the hospital, my wife's there. Um, <clears throat> and you know, she offered her condolences at the time and, um, I, finished up, you know, with the sandwich build and I went to pay and found out that she had actually covered the cost of the sandwich for me. Um, which again, like that was a really awesome thing for her to do. And that kind of inspired this whole idea of how I might approach bite-sized virtues for this Lenten and Easter season, because of course the season of Lent also started last week. It was Ash Wednesday, last Wednesday. So thank you again for listening for now. 
And until next time, until next week, and I hope I can keep these bite-sized virtues going for at least eight episodes so I can cover practical examples of each of the virtues. But yes, until next time, be virtuous. Thank you.